Yes. Okay, y'all still waking up from your New Year's hangover. I got it. Jesus is the amazing one in our lives. And so this morning, I am so blessed to have my other daughter, Jessica and Nick. Jessica saying, y'all stand up just so they can see you a minute. And Dominic and London and Lincoln are over in Kids Church. And I asked my son-in-law, who's also a pastor, to bring us this first message. Now, I want to remind you of a couple things. We're going to have communion at the end of the service. Also, on Tuesday from 11 to 2, we're going to undecorate and get ready for 2022. So Tuesday from 11 to 2, and then probably Saturday as well. I need some helpers. And this week of prayer, make sure you notice, it's not this week. It's not tomorrow, Monday. It starts on January 10th. So next Sunday, January 9th, we will launch our ICF Rome week of prayer, and we will have services every night, 10, 11, 12, 13, here in the church from 7 to 8.30, prayer services. We're going to be posting prayer initiative on the, on the website and the Facebook page so you can know what we're praying. But I will tell you, the focus is from the Assemblies of God. Awesome is Jesus. Amen? And so as we know, we're complete in Christ when we have Jesus. We are going to pray about Jesus in our lives for 2022. So I want you to be a part of that. So I'm going to invite my son-in-law, Pastor Nick Smith, who's also a pastor on staff at the Bridge Church in California. If you watch online, Jessica also is on the worship team on the bridge. So I'm so happy to have my family here today. God bless you. Everybody. Thank you, Pastor Jennifer, for allowing me to be here and share with you today. I want to start off by saying Happy New Year. Imagine with me today that you woke up and you looked at your bank account and you found 86,400 euro had been placed into your bank account. You responded by giving praise. Now imagine what you could do with that kind of money. Perhaps you bought a very expensive car. Perhaps you paid to go to university. Perhaps you used it to help pay for a home. And then at the end of the day, you went to sleep. You woke up the next morning and you found again 86,400 euro in your bank account. How many of you would say hallelujah? No matter how much you spent of that 86,400 euro, every day there was still 86,400 euro there. That's a good problem. Each and every day, you and I are given 86,400 seconds to live. What do we do with those seconds? How do we use that time? How do we use that gift that God has given us? As we start 2022, we need to look at the time that God has given us and say, God, how can I use this wisely? How can I use this for your glory? How can I use what you have given me for your praise? to grow the kingdom of God. My message today is entitled, Use It 
or lose it. I will begin in Matthew 25, verse 14. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. So here we find that a man was going away. He wanted to use what he had given, what he had earned, and he wanted it to continue to grow and expand. So the Bible tells us that he entrusted it to others. The first point of today is that God entrusts us. Did you know that God believes in you? That God has a plan for you? That God wants to use you? That he wants to bless you? That he wants to use you to bless others? God entrusts each and every one of us. God believed in the three that he chose, and he gave them something to each of them. And he said, use this while I am away. What has God given you? Verse 15. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. Now a bag of gold is also referred to as a talent. A talent would be six thousand days wages. The Bible tells us that it was gold. In the year 2022, that gold would be worth over one million euros. So the owner entrusted a very valuable gift to three people. To one he gave five, to another he gave two, and to the last one he still gave one, worth over one million euros. The scripture tells us that he gave to each one according to their ability. The word ability in Greek is dunamis. Look at your neighbor and tell them you have good dunamis. You have good ability. You have good strength. But now we need to use it. God gives each of us a gift according to what we can handle. To some, he gives more. To others, he gives less. But to everyone, he still gives a gift. But it's how you use it that is important. I have three children. I have a 10-year-old son. I have a seven-year-old daughter and a one-year-old baby. My 10-year-old son, he likes to eat a lot. When it comes to dinner time, 
and I put food on the plates, I give my son a lot of food. For my seven-year-old daughter, I give her a little bit less food. And to my baby, I give very little. But every time my seven-year-old daughter says, why did he get more than me? And I tell her, because he weighs 40 pounds more than you. He is a big boy who likes to eat. Whatever I give him, he eats. There's never any leftovers. But for you, every time I give you food, there's always leftovers. So why would I give you more? For each of us, God gives us what we can handle. He gives just enough for us. He's not going to give you more than you can handle. So don't look at the person next to you and say, why do they have more? God gives according to our ability, our dunamis. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have good dunamis. It isn't about how much you have been given. It's about how you use it. Your starting place in life may be different. But all of us have potential to grow. So wherever you started, God has more for you. But it's how hard you work. It's how you use it. And do you use it for his glory? My second point is don't doubt the deposit God made in you. Develop it. Don't doubt the deposit God made in you. Develop it. Are you complaining about what the other person has? Or are you using what you have been given? I was looking at the computer yesterday, and I was researching flowers. Italy has lots of flowers. One particular flower that I like is a sunflower. I want you to imagine that a sunflower is growing right next to a beautiful orchid. A sunflower doesn't look at the orchid and get jealous. And the orchid doesn't look at the sunflower and get jealous. You see, God created them for a purpose. It doesn't matter what the other one has. Their job is to bloom. Your job is to bloom. Whatever God has given you, use it and bloom. My third point, don't bury it. Multiply it. Don't bury it. Multiply it. Verse 16, the man who had received five bags of gold went at once 
and put his money to work and gave five bags more. So also the one who had two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. Imagine this was the bag of gold that the master had given you. And you went and hid it. You buried it in the ground. Why would you hide what he gave you? Sometimes we get embarrassed by the gift. When I was younger, I realized that I could sing, but I was embarrassed to sing. I didn't want my friends to know. But someone, some, a wise person told me, you need to develop the gift that God has given you. So I practiced, and I practiced, and I got better and better. That gift of singing gave me money to go to college. That gift of singing allowed me to sing across America. It allowed me to sing in Carnegie Hall. Maybe the gift that God has given you, you have been embarrassed by. We need to not be embarrassed, but we need to embrace it. Because all of God's gifts are beautiful, and we need to use it. Verse 19, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. My next point is you will be accountable for the assignment. When the master returned, the first two servants said, we used this gift and we multiplied it. And verse 23, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Faithfulness equals reward. When you use what God has given you, he will promote you, and he will give you even more. Verse 24, then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. The man brought it back to the master and said, here it is. I didn't lose it, but I didn't use it. 
The master wanted it to grow. He wanted it to be more. But the man was afraid. Have you ever been afraid to use what God has given you? We overcome fear with faith. That means we have to take risk. That means we have to try. That means we have to be willing to do new things. Things that might even be scary. For some of you, that may mean to start your business or to invent something or to write that book or become an artist to use the gifts God has given you. Verse 26, his master replied, you wicked, lazy servant, so you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take that bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. My last point, if you refuse to use it, you will lose it. Don't deprive the world of the gift that God has given you. What if Leonardo da Vinci didn't use his gift? We would never have the painting of the Last Supper. What if Michelangelo would have never painted we would never have the beautiful pictures in the Sistine Chapel. What do we lose if you don't use your gift? I'm going to invite the worship team to come get ready. I want you to imagine a year from now, that you're standing before the master, proud, excited to show him what you have done with what he has given you. And when he returns, you say, here, I have used it. I've multiplied it. I've made it more. What does God want to do through you? in 2022. What does God want to do with ICF Rome in 2022? How many salvations are to take place this year? If we all use our gifts, we can do so much for his glory. We can reach so many people.
We can grow the kingdom of God. So as I conclude, I have two prayers. The first is that you need to know that God loves you. He gave a gift to each of us. And it it is his son, Jesus. Even when we didn't deserve it, we couldn't earn it, but he gave it anyways. And if you have not accepted that gift, that's the first thing you need to do today. Receive that gift. Let that sin of your life be wiped away. Receive that joy and peace that only he can give. So I'm going to ask that we all pray together and repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. Come into my heart. To my heart. Help me change my life. Help me change my life. Help me to live for you. Help me to live for you. Amen. Amen. My second prayer is that we would all use our gift. So pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. I thank you for the gifts that you have given each and every one here. I pray that in the year 2022, that we use those gifts for your glory, that we don't hide those gifts, that, that we're not afraid to share those gifts, that we use them because you are a good gift giver. I thank you, Lord, for what you have given me, and I will use it for your glory. And all of God's children said, amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Nick, so much. At this time, we're going to begin this year with communion. So if you have your communion cup, you can take it in your hand. If you don't have, you didn't receive it, would you please just lift your hand? They're separate little individual cups. Anyone who needs a cup. What a beautiful thing to be able to start 2022 with the thought that God has given us something and now we're going to give him our whole being, all of our wishes and our dreams, all of our family needs and concerns and prayers. And as we remember what Jesus did on the cross, I want you to know that in this house, Jesus will be glorified. Amen? Jesus is the priority. Our theme for 2022, you're going to hear a lot about it next week, is that we are complete. And the T is a red cross because I want you to remember that you are complete. Say it, complete. You are complete with Jesus. No matter whatever else happens, you are complete if you have Jesus. We serve an open communion here at ICF Rome. But we follow the scripture, which says that we are each to examine our hearts. We've done that with Pastor Nick at the closing of his message. I ask you once again, don't take this lightly. Because when I remember 
what Jesus did on the cross for me, it compels me to make sure my heart is right. It compels me to accept the blood sacrifice that he shed for my sins. It compels me to believe for healing power, amen? He bore stripes on his back, not so we could say, well, some people died, so I don't know about healing. You know what? God didn't die. Jesus didn't die. Healing is still real and true, amen? And I want us to be a church that believes for the miraculous. So this morning, I want you to remember this. This communion is a time when the Lord says, I desire to fellowship with you. Imagine it was on the night he was betrayed that he called the disciples together. He knew he was going to be betrayed. He knew some things were going to be bad news. And yet he said, come around me. Come around me and don't forget that I want to have fellowship with you. And even at the table, he offers us correction for relationship. He washed his disciples' feet. Not have them wash his feet. He did it to be a servant to others. You see, I believe the world is trying to take all the world, all the scriptures and words from the word and turn them into something wrong. It's a good thing to be a servant of the Most High God. Amen? It's a good thing to worship God, the King of Kings. He invites us to sit at his table and to remember, as you start this year, I pray that you remind yourself, Jesus is my first love. Jesus is my main love. We sang about it. Jesus is all I need. He's the one thing. Isaiah 53, 5 says, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. So if you're thinking you're going to go into 2022 with some anxiety and worry, Jesus already took that. You're not supposed to have worry and anxiety. It doesn't mean we won't have those emotions. But the minute you do, you speak the name of Jesus. Say Jesus. You speak the name of Jesus and that anxiety has to bow down. You speak the name of Jesus and that sickness, that fever has to go back down. You speak the name of Jesus and that negative test is going to show up. You speak the name of Jesus and that power in your body to restore itself that he made you for is going to change what's happening. That is the healing power of Jesus. So as we take the bread, which is the first layer of your cup, if you need healing or you know someone who needs healing, I'm going to pray and I want us to believe that God is the healer. Amen? I know it. I've experienced it time and time again. Even in the last few weeks, I've experienced healing. Could be physical, could be emotional, could be mental, could be spiritual. He is the healer of all things. Relationships need healed. So, Father, right now, as we partake together of the bread that symbolizes all that you suffered on the cross for our healing, I declare healing evidence in bodies, in minds, in families, in marriages. I thank you, Jesus, that your healing is victorious in our bodies and in our lives as we partake together in the name of Jesus. Amen. The blood symbolizes what he shed on the cross 
for each of our sins. And you know, in 1 Corinthians 11:26, it says, as often as you eat the bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. He explains that he may be absent in the physical, but he has sent us a Holy Spirit who brings conviction to our heart. Listen, the Lord wants to move among us, but he's only gonna move in your life if you use the spiritual gifts the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, to walk in victory. We have to live an upright life. And you know what? Even if you fall and make a mistake, we believe in the grace of Jesus Christ. So as we take this cup together, Lord, we thank you for the grace. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We open up our hands and our heart for you to flow in us and through us. Purify us. Cleanse us. Make our minds new. Make our attitudes new. Make our behaviors new. Change behavioral patterns that are not godly, that are not pleasing to you, Lord God. As we take this cup together, we say, Lord, for 2022, I want to live with the forgiveness of sins active in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's drink together. I've asked the worship team to sing a new song this month, and it's called Open Up Your Hands. I want you to stand with me all over this building. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for giving me a word for my life for this new beginning of 2022? I'm so glad you joined us today. And I want to pray with you. You know, maybe last year your heart got lukewarm, your heart got discouraged, or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. This is the day where you can start the whole new year with Jesus in charge. He wants to make you complete. So I want to invite you to pray with me right now that Jesus will be completely yours in every area of your life. Will you do that with me? Let's pray together. I'll pray and you pray with me because we're going to declare over your life that Jesus is completely yours. So Father, I thank you for touching my life. You say it. Father, thank you for touching my life. I invite you right now to come into every part of my heart and my mind. Come into every part of my heart and my mind. Jesus, I want to be completely yours. Jesus, I want to receive the complete love that you have for me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I give all of my life to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for saving my life, for renewing my vision for what lies ahead in my life. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life with your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And if you did, I want you to send me an email. I pray for you. I am thankful for you. I love receiving those emails. And we're going to help you. We've got things we can send you, resources, so that you walk in victory. You know, we can't walk alone. And God wants you to walk in complete victory, no matter the circumstance. I also know that maybe you have some big decisions facing you for 2022. Maybe you say, Pastor Jen, I need that other kind of prayer where the Holy Spirit just comes upon me and just renews my, my conviction that God is in charge of my life. 
So whatever you're facing today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the miracle working power and love and grace of God would just completely fill that room where you're watching from today. So Lord, I thank you that you have given us this word that we are complete in you and that you have a complete and beautiful plan for our lives. No matter what feels like it's missing, God, if you're not missing, we're complete. So Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for job decisions. I pray that open doors would swing wide and it would be evident that it is your your blessing, your plan. Lord, I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the weariness of the past would be gone and defeated in Jesus' name and that there would rise up within the one listening to this prayer right now a new hope, a new joy, a new love for life that says, Lord, I'm still here. I have a plan and a purpose for God to do my life with. And so, Lord, I thank you that you're going to be with the ones who are with you right now. They're going to be encouraged. They're going to be um motivated to share a testimony. And as you share, let the hope and the life and the victory of Jesus come forth. Your miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. Your miracle is in motion right now in Jesus' name. The prayers that you have prayed for maybe a year, two years, I believe you're going to see the promises of God unfolded and revealed in Jesus' name, we are excited for what God wants to do. I love you. I bless you. I can't wait to see you in our online on Wednesday night. A lot of things are going to be um, multiplying at ICF Rome. We're not going to shrink back, but we're going to expand on campus and online. And we want you to stay apart and be apart and invite someone else. It could change their life forever. So I'm blessing you for 2022. Are you ready? Let's go do this.